What is up, everybody? It is KJ and Isaiah here with our new podcast. What up, what up? What up? And it's called In the Cut with KJ and Isaiah. There we go. Brought to you by Art of Theology. So here we are, man. So um, for our first episode, what we're going to do, just as a fun little icebreaker thing, is just talk about what the cut was for us growing up. In the cut. In the cut. Talk about that a little bit and then get into some other stuff. Probably going to be about half an hour long, so that's what we're looking at right now. We're not going to overextend ourselves. Right. In <laughs> two hours. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. So let's start off. So Isaiah, what was the cut for you growing up? For me, growing up, the cut was in my friend Dre's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dre. That's right. Doctor. Uh, PhD. Uh, my friend Dre's neighborhood. And it was like this, it was like a turn mm-hmm. that led into Lake. Okay. That led into the back of a Publix. Okay. Uh, so a we, turn that led into a lake? Yeah, so like, a, okay. it's complicated. So basically there was houses, uh-huh. and then in between, in the curve, there yeah. was no houses. Yeah. There was like a fence there for the post office, and okay. right behind it uh, was the Publix. The Publix. So we used to cut through there. Okay. But that's where we would chill and do all kind of stuff that we weren't supposed to be doing. Right. Because uh, no one would ever pass through there. True. You know? Yeah. So that one was like the main cut. And then there was like cat ladies. We used to call it cat ladies. That's where everybody would go. Uh-huh. Uh, it's an OBT. That's where everybody would go to like fight. If you had a fight, you just go to cat ladies. Go to cat ladies? Uh, just because there was a bunch of cats back there. Um, so that was that was a cut for me, basically. True. I knew you were going to have multiple. Yeah. I only got one cut. True. But I knew it. So it was weird thinking of the question. I was like, I bet Isaiah's going to have a few. <laughs> Have like seven of them. There's a no. third one, but uh, really, yeah, yeah do it Let right behind it. my house. But that's True. where I would go to, like, to be frank, just sell drugs. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that was like the shady cut. True. There you go, man. So the cut for me was in my friend Steven's neighborhood. Steven. It's like right down the road from my house here, but uh, we would go back in there and. There was like a house that was like all overgrown with like weeds and bushes and plants and stuff like that. And you would have to like kind of like crawl under some plants to like get back there. But you get back in there and the house was just like, it was probably like a crackhead house or yeah. something, man. Like I'm telling y'all, tear down these abandoned houses. Right. No good. That's where teenagers go, man. Right. But there was like broken mm. glass. There Throw was crack like needles at each other. Graffiti and stuff. But we would just chill out. They had like a little carport that was like covered. We would just chill right there and smoke and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you said, all kinds of bad things yeah. we weren't supposed to do. So that was the cut for me. True. There we go, man. And in this the cut. is this is in the cut with KJ and Isaiah. And basically, what we want to do is just talk about life. You know what I'm saying? What's going on with us as young men in our early 20s, as mm-hmm. Christians struggling with sin, trying to follow God. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Talk about we art. We had a great conversation on the way here. Yeah, man. That was more personal. Yeah. But y'all don't get to know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. But we'll go ahead and jump into our first thing, which is just how you've been lately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's been going on in your walk and everything? I've been uh, better. True. I recently uh, I went through a, a breakdown. So I recently... So, let me give y'all, like, the, the whole shabam. 
I've <clears throat> struggled with depression my whole life, anxiety, panic attacks, all that kind of stuff. Which I think I see now as I'm older, I see that's probably the reason I got into drugs growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um, kind of makes sense now that I know. Um, so as of recently, I had been going to like my depression and it was something I didn't want to tell anybody. Kind of kept it to myself. I didn't want to bring to like community or I didn't want to confess. There was mm-hmm. like sexual sins I didn't want to confess. There was like a lot of stuff I just kept to myself and I didn't want to bring to light. Um, until a couple weeks ago, I kind of, to be honest, I broke down. Uh, I had like a mental breakdown. Uh, I didn't know who to call. I hit my homie Los up because uh, he had been through something similar in the past. And uh, that led into like the homies gathering around me, mm. uh, calling me out. And it led to like just breaking down and just being completely honest for the first time mm-hmm. in a long time. Um, so I, where I broke down, I cried, you know. Um, and then that led into encouragement, but I don't want to leave it just that encouragement because that fades. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also led into like applicable things that I can do, yeah. you know, that I can apply to my everyday life. You know, I can apply it through when I'm feeling sad for no reason I can apply it to when I'm like having a lot of anxiety and, uh, so yeah so I've just been applying those to my life um, and it also it's it feels good to just like have it out there you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying yeah man uh, nothing ever gets fixed you know holding it in so that's yeah. where I'm at basically that's that's a lot of what we were talking about on the way here too mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying at least that theme of like if you keep things in that's just gonna make it worse you know what I'm saying like forget what verse it is let me say it's in 2nd Peter or something where it says like confess your sins to one another and pray for forgiveness and God will heal you something to that effect Mm -hmm. I hope I didn't quote it wrong I think that's pretty much it you know what I'm saying but uh yeah man gotta bring it to the light you know what I'm saying which like I said we were talking about that a lot but um so where I've been I've been honestly Kind of in a similar spot, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And now, I've never been diagnosed with anything, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if I have depression, anxiety, whatever, you know what I'm saying? But I've felt depressed a lot lately, you know what I'm saying? With just uh, no desire to do anything, you know what I'm saying? Uh, That whole type of deal, you know what I'm saying? Self-hatred, all that kind of stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Sad for no reason, like you were saying. So was going through that a lot lately as well and a little bit of context for me i'm married i got two kids two beautiful kids actually announcement third one is on the way third one so, on the way. i don't i was waiting go, for it right? there we go <laughs> man. so if you're one of the few people listening you get to know before some other people right. so there you go but yeah man so it's like have no desire to go to work hate going to work but i have kids i have a wife you know what i'm saying so a lot of struggle with that you know and really up until last night it was pretty bad and last night for some reason it just kind of clicked and turned around and i don't know if that's how it is for you but that's how it kind of goes for me i'll go through seasons of life where it kind of clicks and i'm good you know what i'm saying and then just for like no apparent reason i'll be bad Mm -hmm. so in that sense it's like that you know in terms 
um, scripture reading. Have not been doing any of that really bad. Uh, have been praying a little more. Have been having my thoughts on God and the gospel a little more, which is prayer good. helps. Yeah, finally made it to a church service today for the first time in like three months, just due to a lot of different things. You know what I'm saying? Which you know that could have been a big reason of why I was feeling the things I was feeling. Mm-hmm. But really good to be back in church, man. Yeah, I think well, like when, like at least like how it is for me when I'm like. I think I think the enemy knows when we're weak. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like you were saying, you had him in the church, and mm-hmm. you know, like for me, yeah. it's the same. Like when I'm weak, you know, he'll go and like rather than like sit down and pray and read, I want to just like like when I'm depressed. Uh, there's an artist. I'm not gonna say his name just because I don't want you guys to listen to him. But there's an artist I would go to mm-hmm. who dealt dealt with a lot of the same things I do. Um, and helped me through them I'm not gonna lie growing Uh up um, but then what I didn't realize was that actually listening to his music even though it helped me when I was younger now it's just like it makes me go back to that state yeah you know and so Mm -hmm. I think the enemy uses that you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying like oh don't don't get on your knees and surrender even Uh though you're fighting like you don't want to pray but you know what I'm saying like it's a a war essentially Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. And, and like we were saying in the car, like mm-hmm. uh, the way to fight a war as a Christian, oh, we'll always start off with confession. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't fight yeah. something no one knows about. You can't, no one can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No one knows about your depression or my depression. How can they help? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Um, now, one thing I'll bring up real quick mm-hmm. that I used to justify not confessing to others a lot is uh, Psalm 51 when David says like against you and you only have I sinned Mm -hmm. which we're like no bro like that's not true like Bathsheba Uriah was that his name Uriah you know what I'm saying all the people of Israel like you sin against a lot of people you know but I know sometimes I'll kind of use that mental justification Mm -hmm. of like well this is really like between me and God I don't have to talk to other people how how I know that same thought. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone told me, because I literally said this to the homie as I was breaking down, like, wait, uh-huh. I was just like, like, yeah. I just, I, I, God should be the one, like, I'm, I just go to, mm-hmm. he's like, what do you think he placed us in your life for? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's the work of God. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Yep. And that. it's just like, yeah. And that verse, I love that. I'm glad you mentioned that. That verse that you're talking about, Vodi Bakum, mm-hmm. who I love, uh, he breaks it down perfectly. Uh, that verse, and it's a little bit off topic, but well, when he says it, he says the reason he said that um, was because like he understood who he was sinning against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the cosmic creator of every like he like it was like putting in perspective yeah this is who i'm sinning against mm-hmm. but but that same god essentially through his grace saved us from his own wrath yeah you know uh but that's a whole different subject my bad yeah man now nah, i'll go off topic a little bit too <laughs> when i when i hear that and think of like the comparisons of god you know what i'm saying and like john piper talks about like you know 
the Grand Canyon, like the audio yeah. feel and like the ocean, you know what I'm saying? I always think of like God is the creator of the universe. And like that Francis Chan video, I think mm -hmm. you've seen. If you guys haven't seen it, if you Google or if you YouTube Francis Chan space, it'll probably pop up. But basically it starts at like his church, he zooms out and out and out, you see like all the galaxies and like how immensely big freaking space is, you know what I'm saying? And you think of the God who created that. And then you think that God became a human being and died on the cross? Crazy, man. And yeah, and even space, you know, people always say, well, what was the point of it? Why would God mm -hmm. just create space? You know? Yeah. I'm like, for that same reason. Yeah. So that he knew we were going to have satellites. Yeah. He knew that we were going to be able to see the immensity of it for the same reason. That's why in Romans, it says that they will have no excuse. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And we can't even like... Because of the speed of light, we can only see so far. Like, yeah, the universe is far bigger than we. Shout even out know. to the shout out to the homie Johnny who studied this, but like, uh huh. From the little bit he's told us, the intricacies of the body is crazy. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even that is just like man. I think God, like God, God knew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crazy man. Good book. I'll shout out real quick. It's just Tim Keller's The Reason for God. You mm. ever read that? Nah. Bro, super good, Girl. man. I read it like a month after I became a Christian. Lit. Crazy good. Alright, random off-topic question before we jump into our next thing. Mm. Aliens. Do they exist or not? This is the word of Isaiah. Thanks be to God. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens? Yes. Well, <laughs> no. Okay. Yes. Okay. But I don't think they are what we think they are. Okay. What do you think they are? I think... So they're man. not green dudes with big heads? No, I think... I think... I don't know, man. This is a big one because I think... I saw one. Uh-huh. Okay. Whoa. We got a <laughs> okay. whole new topic. A whole new topic, boy. I saw one. So it's like... I want to see... I've never heard this story, guys. <laughs> I was... Okay, I guess I'll get into it. I was in my room... Uh-huh. I was like trying to sleep, but you know when you can't sleep? Yeah. And so I just get up and I'm looking forward. My my wall is in front of me. Okay. My bed is to the wall. I'm looking forward and there is an alien. Tall, dark green alien. So it is what we think we are. <laughs> yes. I did not say that right, but you got it. Yeah. Are you saying you're an alien? Right. <laughs> Shape shift. Scooby Doo. <laughs> um, and. He looks at me, I look at him, and he goes back in the wall and, ca and camouflages on the wall. What? Right? Are you tripping off something? No, this is <laughs> sober Isaiah. This no is way. sober Isaiah. Uh, this is like, I was saved then. Sober uh -huh. Isaiah is like, and I'm like, I just seen an alien. So I go turn on my light, I go check the wall, mm -hmm. I don't feel nothing. And I'm like, dang, was it me? Uh huh. I was like, is it my mind? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, my dad tells me stories in Puerto Rico. I think that the government hides alien spaceships in like these islands, like Hawaii, the Bahamas, Puerto Rico. Uh huh. because there's so many stories in all these islands. Anyway, my dad saw a flying saucer. My dad and my aunt. Hmm. I don't think they get together to lie. Yeah. Because I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting, man. I have a friend named Chastity. 
Yeah. And I said her name, so it's too late now. <laughs> but, because uh, I'm going to make fun of her dad a little bit. Her dad literally sits outside and watches for aliens in the night sky. Like, literally sits out there and watches. And when I was a teenager, I used to watch Ancient Aliens a lot. Yeah. It's a really funny story. So I, yes. I love aliens. With the dude with the hair? Yeah, with the crazy <laughs> hair. I love that dude, man. Yeah, you're for real. But uh, Chastity told me about her dad, right? And her dad's kind of like, it's uh, kind of like a John Wayne, like a standoffish, like mm-hmm. tough old country kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, cool, something we got in common. I was like, yo, tell your dad, like, we both like aliens, that's awesome, you know? You know what she comes back and tells me? He says, just because we both like aliens doesn't mean we have to be gay. I was like, dang, bro, <laughs> like, jeez, man, just trying to bother a little. <laughs> well, there you have it, guys. Shout out to yeah, Chastity's dad. That's crazy. John Wayne. Uh, KJ's answer, I think, I think no. You don't think so? I don't think so. I've man. heard the theory that... story that, is crazy. I've but... heard the theory that it's just like supernatural things, like Maybe. demons, because I've seen mm-hmm. that for sure, and I've yeah. prayed and the niggas are scared. Yeah. You know, like, not of me, but of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, name yeah, of man. Christ. But, um, so I've heard the theory, like, it's just that, like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Could be, man. Uh... I don't know. There's a lot we don't know. You know and I also that? think there's a lot of technology the government doesn't let us know about. Mm-hmm. Like the iPod has iPod, iPad, like all these things have been a thing. Well, actually, they a big go thing to the, in the news. They go to the military first, uh-huh. then they come to us. True. Just like all the drugs that were imported into. What you think about America. the space force? This is way, way off topic, but here yeah. we are. Here we are. Trump space force. You gonna join? Uh. How much are they paying? Probably pretty good, man. We find aliens. <laughs> right. I don't know if this aliens can be saved. I don't know what scripture would right. say. Yeah. I want to tell them about Christ, but I don't know how. Do they have souls? No, mm-hmm. I don't know. Right? Is it like animals? I have no soul. Do animals have souls? Right? <laughs> yeah. I wish, bro. I can go to heaven with my dog. Stay tuned for the next podcast <laughs> where we answer all of these questions. <laughs> do animals have souls? Do aliens have souls? Should you preach the gospel to aliens? (laughs) All of this coming next time. (laughs) Oh, that's a serious. You know what we should do? What? Have that subject and then, like, get, like, Brandon. Okay. Do a whole, like, panel discussion. A whole panel discussion. And not tell them anything. Don't tell them what it's about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, now they know, but. If they listen. If they listen. Mm. Hmm. We'll see. All right, man. Well, you ready to jump into our next topic? Let's do it. Which is going to be our testimonies, which we talked about in the first one. But this is kind of like a relaunch for us, you know what I'm saying? So um, we're just going to break down our testimonies a little bit. A little bit of a bio, background info on us. New number, who's this? No, I'm just kidding. Right. (laughs) So, see where we go from there. Alright. You want to launch it? You want me to launch it? What's up? I'll go first this time, I guess. Alright. Alright, so I grew up as like a goody two-shoes kind of kid, you know what I'm saying? Parents, Nerd. right? <laughs> Parents got divorced when I was six or seven, somewhere around there. Dang, uh, it's all good. I just wanted to be a good kid, you know what I'm saying? Always tried to do what my teachers told me. When I was in kindergarten, they had the like green light, yellow light, red light. I only got yellow light twice ever. Did I ever tell you that story? <laughs> no. I had a best friend, man. And I always got green light, but for some reason during like story time, I decided I was gonna pinch him one day. So I was like pinching him, and the teacher saw it, and I got in trouble, and I got a yellow light, right? And I did it the next day too, but 
But the next day we both got in trouble. So then I felt bad and I never did it again. Dang. Yeah. But yep, that was KJ as a kid. Fast forward a couple years as a teenager. Started getting into some other stuff. Started hanging out with youth group kids. Uh, smoking cigarettes. Smoking weed. Doing that kind of stuff. Um, cough medicine. Got into drugs a little bit like that, you know. Uh, started doing sexually immoral things with girls. Going all down that kind of road. And then at the second youth camp I ever went to. It was on a Wednesday. I just had um, just this huge weight of conviction over me you know what I'm saying where it was just like I was trying I was making attempts to live a more godly life and it just it wasn't happening you know what I'm saying because I was trying to do it by my own power and so um, I was frustrated I was convicted I was praying all the youth group kids tried to gather around and pray for me I was like nah guys I just want to pray alone you know what I'm saying so like yeah man so um I just went out to a bench after the sermon that night, just kept praying, and just um, had like a crazy, intense, intimate experience with God, and then after that, I came home, the pack of black and miles I had, threw them in the garbage, my weed pipe threw it in the garbage, you know what I'm saying? You threw your blacks out? Right, threw them out, <laughs> man. Oh, no, I didn't, actually. I gave them to my sister-in-law, because oh, she smokes black and, black and miles. Shout out to Tani, who will never listen to this, I'm sure. But if you do, there you go. But uh naming names today, so right, man. <laughs> yeah, so did that texted the girlfriend I had at the time. I was like, yo, we can't have sex, like you know what I'm saying? Like just uh it's kinda like a one eighty experience for mm-hmm. me, you know what I'm saying? It's kinda I call it the youth camp high. Mm-hmm. The youth camp high but legit, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So um because yeah, the year before that yeah, I had a, a youth camp high. That's a bad uh, and, uh, reference. Right. <laughs> You can't trip. Yeah, you can't fight this last. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So that happened. Fell in love with theology and scripture. I had I don't know if I even mentioned this the last time, but I had a youth pastor named Jacob Lancor who was huge in that. He was like the uh, not the first person who was like real about it, but like that resonated with me. You know what I'm saying? Like. He used to do like heavy hardcore drugs, like sell cocaine, like big stuff, like motorcycle gangs. Like if you see him now, his beard is like as big as my head. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, he was huge, instrumental in my life at that point. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much my testimony right there. So head over to Isaiah. Uh, similar. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in church. Uh, you know, it was super. I never had a relationship with God, um, but it was like I wanted church, and it was kind of like my parents are Christians, so if I die, I go to heaven. Uh huh. Um, because yeah. no one thinks they're going to hell. You yeah, know like no kid thinks like if I die, like I mean they can work on the Holy Spirit, like mm-hmm. that would be yeah, amazing. But so yeah, so <clears throat> went to church, you know. Uh, saw a lot of different things and had ammo for my excuse, you know, backpack that I'll get into later. But and then middle school, I'm like, screw this. My excuse backpack came out. I started pulling out sheets, mm-hmm. you know, you know, typical bunch of hypocrites. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
This is uh, a metaphorical backpack. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Gotta still got that backpack. Right. No, um, and then... It's a jam sport. The big change was actually... I think I've told you this story. Uh-huh. I'm in middle school. Mm, yeah. I have a crush on this girl named Martha. Shout out to Martha. She's married, has kids. Martha Magdalene. <laughs> no. Martha... <laughs> Perez. What is he? What is he? What is he? I had a big crush on her. And a teacher, a substitute teacher, like I used to always talk to her, like we were friends. She would kind of use me, like when she was like alone, she had no one else. Um, and. The teacher did? <laughs> no, Martha. Uh. And then the substitute teacher looks at me and she says, Oh, she's never gonna like you. You're a good kid. She likes bad boys. Yeah. So I was like, All right, I'm gonna be the baddest boy there's ever been. So then I started hanging out with like gang members, started fighting, started doing, you know, drugs, started smoking, and I moved to another middle school. There's like, started getting into pills. <clears throat> pills. <laughs> when my voice was having. Got that murder voice. Yeah. I started getting into pills. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, get older, high school, started getting into coke. And that was my life, that struggle for uh, later until my 20s. Um, I would try to, you know, live right. I would go through like spurts of months, mm-hmm. you know, live right. I'm still yeah. doing drugs, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like trying. There's yeah. like, I'm like, I feel ashamed of this, mm-hmm. but it was all very like on my own work, yeah. you know, emotional for me. It was like very like emotional and I would break down and, uh-huh. and then, yeah. So that was like my life. And then I would go back harder even to the streets. I'd be like, oh, I'll find excuses. Like, oh, I'm hurt. This person hurt me. Ah, I'm, mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So it was like that for a while. Late into my 20s. Um, then I started getting into, like, serious stuff. Um, like, as far as, like, you know, committing crimes and stuff. Um, and it started getting pretty serious. I started getting into, like, I started seeing homies, you know, get arrested. I'm starting to see homies, like, OD, like, right in front of me. It started getting into, like, the real, you know, because yeah. uh, America has this, like, thing, like, where they put, like, this whole drug world, mm-hmm. and they have, like, a pretty face on it. Yeah. But behind it is this whole other dark thing, mm-hmm. whether you're dealing, whether you're doing. Um, so I started seeing the reality of this life, and I think that's Christ and His grace. Um, and then, so it was that. And then I remember, like, I started getting to the point where I couldn't smoke without having panic attacks. Mm. I couldn't do anything without having panic attacks. Because the life I was living, you know, I was always paranoid, always anxious. You know, I didn't trust nobody. My depression, like, the drugs weren't helping. They made my depression worse. Anxiety. I was in a really dark place. Um... I went through emotional highs in the church. Mm-hmm. And then I remember it got to the point where I went to like this youth thing at my old church. And I don't even remember what the drama was about. You know, there was like a play and stuff. and But like throughout the play, I was just thinking to myself, you yeah. know. And I remember my thought, like I was thinking, I was like, it was like, I heard like, it was like this. Uh, I see now it was the Holy Spirit, just like, you know, the truth. You know, and I started thinking, I'm like, God has like held on to me. Like in my head, I'm like, yeah, 
you know, I, I, I've done, I once did more pills than a homie of mine. He OD'd and I did it. Yeah. I went, and I'm, I started thinking of these things that I'm like, hmm. dang, like he's really uh, kept me, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and I didn't really cry. I was just kind of like, I'm tired of this, Yeah. you know? And I just started seeing that like God wasn't going to let me go. Yeah. Um, so that was like that. And then like a few months later, I got invited to by my homie Irvin. Shout out to Irvin. Uh, he's about to have a baby. Kyrie Irvin. Kyrie Irvin. Um, few, he invited me to Cross Point, which is a church. Uh, I get there. I'm still like half in. Like I'm like thugged out. I get yeah. there. I'm grilling everybody. Shout out to Brandon. I grilled him really hard. <laughs> I was like, I don't like this big dude. Right. You know, you always go for the biggest dude. Uh-huh. Uh, and Brandon's like the happiest teddy bear. <laughs> yeah, he's like a teddy time. bear. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. He's the nicest guy. And like um, Sully from Masha's <laughs> Yeah. And then uh And Johnny's Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Johnny's gonna put us in a lock for right. that. Love you guys. <laughs> yeah, for real. And then so then I got there and then I just loved like I just started getting fed like the word. It's been a process of discipleship. It's been a you know, it's mm-hmm. been a process. Yeah. Uh, and that that's my testimony basically. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that, man. My bad if I overextended. Nah, we're good. We're good. We're closing in on 30 minutes, so we're going to move into our last question that we have prepared, which is basically like, who you've been listening to lately? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What's that look like? Kind of a general sort of question. So mm-hmm. you want to launch into it? You want me to go? Yeah. All right. So basically, I haven't been listening to a lot of music lately. I go through phases with that, too. When I was younger, freaking love music. That was like, I was obsessed with it. I couldn't wait to get a car just so I could play my music as loud as I could, <laughs> yeah. you know? But now I go through phases where like, if I'm driving, I'll just be listening to like YouTube videos a lot, you know what I'm saying? But then I'll go through little phases where I'm listening to more music. But basically, the major artist I've been listening to lately is KB, hey. who is my favorite artist on 116. One of my, is he still on 116? I heard he wasn't, but his videos still come out as Reach Records. So I don't know. I think he's still Reach. I heard he was gone with um, Humble? that one dude that I don't really... Humble Beast. Nah, not Humble Beast. Uh, Hog Mob? No. Battle with Money? Uh-uh. Nah, Brandon was telling me about this guy. They were going to create a label or something? He was saying, I don't know. Uh-huh. But I've been listening to KB, his two new songs, uh... No Chains and Long Live the Champion. Yeah. Freaking love him, man. KB is so nasty, bro. Yeah. And he's so like... Have you seen... He just dropped the Art of Drifting documentary? I've seen it, but I haven't watched Watch it yet. Watch it, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. Because that's one of my favorite songs up to yeah. date, bro. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, true that, man. So basically, yeah, I've just been listening to KB. Um, and that's, that's really about it lately. It's just sad, man. You need to listen to more music. That's what it is. So I, uh, I've been listening to Ishan, mm-hmm. Ishan Burgundy. Uh, he has this. Well, my favorite album is The Passover, but I played that out. So I started listening yeah. to uh, The Fear of God, and uh, I just relate to him in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. So it's like been a blessing just to like, yeah, you know, see someone who like has been through it. You know, mm-hmm. kind of. You know, see where he's at, so can, you know. Like yeah, KB, I love. 
Mm-hmm. Today we were Bell is amazing. Uh, listen to him. I like this artist I like a lot called Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I know you've been big on Seven lately. Yeah, I still haven't he's really dope, given man. him a shot, man. He's a real. He he's super. You know, it's he sounds super West Coast. You know, mm-hmm. but I I dig it. I like the West Coast. True. Uh, but he's been through the ringer. I just I love his passion. Uh-huh. So like when I look at artists, I like I always look at like everything they do outside of music. Hmm. Um, That's interesting. I never do that. Just I'm be- honest. Yeah, know? I feel you. Uh huh. Just because like I want to like I've like stopped listening to artists. When well, this might be bad, like not in a judgmental way, but like I've started list- stopped listening to artists because I'm like 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 they'll do something and then like I can't listen to them anymore. Is it bad? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't, it might be bad. I might be judging them. I don't know. Yeah. But it's just like, I'll be like, dang, like, why would, you. there was no need to like be rude to this interview, bro. Like, it's like if you find out your favorite rapper has a ghostwriter, it's like, I fake, like, yeah, like, that's a big, I'll it puts a, a big question mark on their Shout music, out to all the know? Drake fans. <laughs> 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 yeah. I still kind of like him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cardi B don't write him rhymes either. So there's no way. There's no way. They're this is a. I'm very passionate about this topic, bro. I see her on Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, and I'm sorry, but she is not an intelligent human being, yo. <laughs> she said I have rented the limo, okay. and I, I heard that, and I was like, you don't write anything that you say. There's no way. There's a rumor that uh, it's Nas that's been writing for her. What? If it is, I'm like, I'm not gonna be surprised, cause. I, I like her as a rapper, but uh, she's she's not the smartest human being. I'm also, and I may get heat for this, but I'm not entirely sure what she represents as positive. <laughs> you don't think so? She's not a good Christian role model? <laughs> well, no. But like... <laughs> Shouldn't we all be strippers? <laughs> That's Yeah, right? It's almost <laughs> like... I don't know. Like, I get it. You were from the bottom, like, now you're... Mm-hmm. You had to strip and stuff, but it's almost like it's like it's like a, it's like an acceptable. Hmm. It's like making it acceptable. Yeah, I it's kind of like the drug dealers that like, I I grew up yeah. watching drug dealers and I thought like this is okay, like this is yeah. cool. It doesn't surprise me at all. That's hip hop, you know, yeah. secular hip hop. Yeah. That's hip hop. You know what I love most about Cardi B is when she throws in like the old school references, mm-hmm. like hit that little John. Okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. And what'd she say? I'm the hood Selena. Ooh, yeah. Gasoline. Yeah. yeah. I like that, man. Um, let's see. Let's do one last thing. Favorite line or lines you've heard lately? Favorite bars you've heard lately? Mm. Dang, and then we'll, then we'll close it out. I'll, I'll do one while mm-hmm. you're thinking. It's uh, from KB's No Chains. It's what he says. I think it's the very last line of the song. He says, um... What does he say? He says, Jesus love me and my wife's happy. Ain't nothing left to conform to. You know mm. what I'm saying? And it's after like a long string of um, a fast-paced verse before that. You know what I'm saying? And he ends it off with that. I freaking love that. And also from Long Live the Champion. Love my neighbor more than I love his papers. You know what I'm saying? I just That's forgot every lyric I've ever known. You just what? I just forgot every lyric I've ever known. Right? What is rap? <laughs> what? Dang, I'm trying to think. 
from Ishan's album because like I know when I hear it, it's like yeah, yeah. But I I just forgot everything right now, man. I mean, if you can't think of it, we can open with it next time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not gonna remember because I'm trying to remember. So true. All right, well, 36 minutes. Not not too bad. Not, bad. not, not too long over. You know nah, what I'm saying. So you wanna. This is in the cut. Yeah. With KJ and Isaiah. KJ, Isaiah. Uh, we're gonna be doing it on Sundays. Damn. Um, maybe not every Sunday, but on Sundays. Right. Um, and yeah, make sure you guys follow our Art of Theology page on Instagram at R A R T O F T H E O L O. G-Y. There you go. <laughs> Yo, there you I go. struggled. It's all good. You got to plug, plug your Instagram, plug your uh, artist page. I mean, um, I do some drawings on this page I called Art of KJ, and it's Art of underscore KJ, and that's not really, really anything related to Christianity or anything. It's just drawings I do. Art My Hero Academia. Uh, like we said on the last podcast, it's not really directly connected, but yeah, all yeah. art... He's inspired by the master artist. You know Spurgeon what I'm said even so. when we smoke a cigar, uh-huh. we do it for everything. We do it for the Lord. I love Spurgeon, man. I know. Um, for me, uh, Instagram, Isaiah, I-S-A-I-A-S underscore 407. Shout out to my hood, OBT, 407 till I die. OBT. OBT. Uh, but that's pretty much it. Quick, quick ad lib. But I, uh, <laughs> in my high school, my, I... I hung out with ghetto people. My brother was like super hip hop. That's what got me into that culture as a kid. You know what I'm saying? But my neighborhood, as we're in right now, super white Republican neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? So what I used to do is at my school gateway, I'd go around and I'd shout the streets of my neighborhood like they were like gangs. So I'd be like, peppercorn, peppercorn. <laughs> They'd be like, what? Yeah. grass? Right? What? Yeah. Timberwood Drive? Uh-huh. That's funny. Yeah, man. Alrighty, guys. This is In the Cut with KJ and Isaiah. Doop, doop, doop. We hope you guys have a good night, good morning, good evening, uh, whenever you listen to this. Uh, repost. We are on Spotify, on Apple, and basically all the avenues that you can think of. Some that I didn't even know. Right. Uh, if you're an alien, Jesus loves you. If you're an alien, Jesus loves you. That's our next topic. And call upon uh, the Lord. <laughs> I don't know. For forgiveness of your sins. I don't know if you have a soul, alien. They do. If they exist. If they have souls, then why the heck does my dog not have a soul? Anyway, next episode. (laughs) You guys have a good night. Just chill to the next episode.